Let's spread a song so you can sing along with my special guest star for two. You like to sing and dance, and this podcast by chance explores musicals for you. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Life's But a Song, a podcast that likes to live in the land of musicals. I'm your host, John, and with me today is a very special returning guest who is breaking our correspondence See, It's Battles, everyone! Hi! Hi! <laughs> Where this is neither a Rankin and Bass, but it's a fantasy movie, kind of. Nor Lord of the Rings, so Nor... completely out of my comfort zone. <laughs> it's a Disney movie. Ooh. Ooh. We're here today to talk about the 2007 mm, classic? Not classic, it's too early to be a classic. Enchanted, everyone. Screenplay is by Bill Kelly. Music is by the one and only Alan Menken. Lyrics by Stephen Schwartz. Directed by Kevin Lima. And according to IMDb, a young maiden in a land called Andalasia, who is prepared to be wed, is sent away to New York City by an evil queen where she falls in love with a lawyer. Battles, you and I have had a string of real shit movies. I'm so happy to watch this one and talk to you about it because it's it was a delight. It was cute. It was cute. Yes, have absolutely. You, have you seen this before? I have, yes. Actually, um, also, uh, apologies to everyone for my my little squeaky uh, Natasha Leone voice. Uh, <laughs> I love Natasha Leone. Uh, I'm just a little under the weather. However, I am in this movie, and I forgot. What? Yeah, I, I, as as an extra, but I I was in the uh, the Columbus Circle scene as like a, a random like passerby or businesswoman. That's when uh, Edward James Marston is looking for. Yeah. And you're one of the thousand people in there. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm I'm an ant in there. Uh but yeah, I Amy Adams was radiant on set. Like the the dress was amazing. Like it was it was fun. It was a fun day. It was an easy day, so that's also preferable. Oh my god, I didn't know that. I was just like yeah. you know what I forgot. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Let's do a fantasy movie and it's gonna be a little different than what we're used to. And hopefully she likes this one and we can have a Nice, pleasant conversation instead of shitting on it. I'll probably shit on it a little bit because, like, that's how I do. <laughs> well, so I was watching this. It's been a minute since I've seen this movie. Yeah. Um, is Giselle a witch? I had this theory while watching it because she comes from Andalasia, right? Which is Disney, where... Disney princesses sing and everything and they can talk to animals and all that. But then when she comes to New York, like, is she still just magic? I also had this. Yeah, those are good questions. I had this theory during That's How You Know when all of a sudden everyone is joining the song. Now I get it. It's a musical. Like, yes, it's, it's a fun moment and everything, but like, it's a big group number. And even Patrick Dempsey's like, how does he know this song? Like, (laughs) so do you think she's a witch or magical? I mean, I, I think she's magical. Yes, yes, yes. I don't, I mean, I, I, sometimes I fall into the trap of like a witch being like a negative connotation. Uh, maybe she's a spellcaster. Uh, <laughs> but yes, I think she, I think she does have like some sort of like magical facility. Yeah. And like, gosh, Amy Adams, I could talk for days about her. Like this is a masterclass. Yes, I saw her as the the baker's wife, and she was absolutely delightful. I hate you. Uh, yeah, it was real good. it was real good. Because, like, I mean, I want to i I want to see her in more musical movies. Yeah, it's just like I don't know if she found the right project yet or not. I mean, it, it it's it's so hard to do it well because it it goes into as we know goes into camp so easily it can be like just like trite and like a a, like a try hard kind of situation that that also sucks because you can see right through that so it's it's hard to like toe the line of being like just pure and innocent the right amount of camp like and this I think the movie does it pretty well well so I also had another theory about the overall message of it if you're willing to hear this 
Um, I think this your movie- podcast, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think this movie is made for us, the millennials, where we grew up watching the Disney Renaissance. Um, because Disney Renaissance is when they started changing their formula of uh, of their movies, where the princess uh, in this one is like kicking ass before Frozen and brave. And right, all it's that. almost like a it's a reverse narrative because like she gives up like her her royal status, and then Adina Menzel is like, "All right, I'm I'm game." But <laughs> I'll, it's I'll take that shit. It's also just like. Um, you know, hey, sorry for giving you all the trauma about like what to expect in a relationship. So here's something about real life <laughs> and how growing yeah. up sucks. So and she's well, what do they say? Like there, there's no happily ever afters in New York City. Of course, yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, to a place where there are no happily ever afters. And then I wrote, of course, it would be New York City. <laughs> yeah. And I love that she fully went through, like, as I'm probably sensitive to right now, like, the aerial transformation. Yes. Yeah, because, like, this movie is full of Easter eggs. Of Yes, yes. And, like, some of them are kind of subtle. Some of them are a little more in your face. So, and then they have the, um, they have three former voice actors for Disney princesses in this. <laughs> like, yep. Oh, God. This movie is just so good. It's just so... I had I actually when we got to that's how you know I finished it rewound and watched it again. That's Aww. that's where I'm at. <laughs> like that's that's like how you do a musical number in a movie. Yeah. And again like obviously like there's a I feel like a little mermaid pastiche going on there like Especially with like the the Jamaican kind of like under underbeat, and then they all in the same scene. Um, they also kind of pay homage to Beauty and the Beast. Well, Sound of Music too, when she runs up the hill and does oh my... like the big twirl. So many Sound of Music references, and that's yeah. not a Disney movie. No, but I think it like you the it fits within that vein. Right, like Maria von Chat might as well be a Disney princess at this point. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that maria von trapp disney prince <laughs> extraordinaire fought nazis <laughs> well, what's what's more yeah what's more royal than that well that she also made clothes out of curtains and that's where there you go and i was just like well yeah disney princesses or like i feel like aurora might do that but like i that that was definitely like a sound of music Oh, 100%. <laughs> uh, oh, so did Susan Sarandon only work one day in front of the camera? <laughs> yeah. And, and like the thing that I I kind of like noted here is like how much like she embraced the camp. Like Susan Sarandon just like just understood the assignment 1000%, like just gave like that pitch perfect performance. You know, I I I loved her. I loved like, her in this. Like a lot of her lines were in a, a, a lot of her performance was in a booth because not only is she a cartoon character, but then she turns into a dragon and you're like, okay, so how long were you actually on set? Yeah. <laughs> Unless they had her ma- manipulate the the sticks for the dragon. I can't imagine she did that. <laughs> she did. <laughs> Come on, that'd be funny. <laughs> oh, for sure. For and, and but then behind the scenes, if that didn't happen, I mean, <laughs> there wasn't like a full length documentary shot about Susan Sarin and like controlling the puppets on Enchanted. Then I, I'm out. I'm fully out. <laughs> Come on, that would be amazing. And like, oh, of course it would. And like, I was watching this, and I was like, the CG on this isn't the greatest, but like, I don't think it's supposed to be. Well, that's the thing that was sort of like, I, I think it did pretty well. And there are times that for me, it just kind of like stepped over the line of just like, I, I, I said camp a couple of times, but like also like the the cheesiness factor. Like I understand like what it was trying to do, but sometimes like with, I actually wrote it down. I was like, wow, the first 15 minutes of this movie must've been just like really kind of like challenging for Amy Adams in the sense that like, it's just, oh, 
like <laughs> the entire time she's like her first 15 minutes of dialogue is mainly like squealing and I'm just like that must that must get a little bit old and like you know that that must have been kind of like a challenging uh thing for an actor to find like the honesty um in that performance and then it just like it really doesn't change all that much <laughs> but at least when she's live action yes she's not screaming into the void no that's true that's true but like it that particular performance kind of graded on me at times yeah. and so right to the the fat or the the time where she, or the the scene where she's like i'm angry oh i'm also horny then i think <laughs> the light i mean girl been there get it i love a good rage fuck um but yeah up to that point like there were a couple there were a couple moments that i sort of found her insufferable <laughs> i didn't read it as a rage fuck but now that you say it i was like okay yeah i see that yeah. <laughs> that's where i'm at right now <laughs> that's probably me imbuing my own shit on top of it like uh, uh projecting but hey here we are we're doing great everyone 2023 okay. this year yeah. <laughs> so, off with a bang. so what also surprised me is that there are really only four songs in this movie but yeah i forgot but true love's kiss is repeated four times in yeah. parts because yeah, like, like elite motif yeah 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 I, it was just like this I, I i wouldn't say that there is an i want song really Maybe True Love's Kiss could be that, but I like would, I would make that argument. But it, that song has like several duties. You said duties. <laughs> <laughs> Serve several functions. <laughs> right, because like it's like them making fun of old Disney movies. Yes. And then it's like when she forgets or when she doesn't sing back, it's character growth in a way yeah 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 it's true but i mean i just want to know what her process was to because this is perfection i i i choose to believe that she literally just sat down and watched so many disney movies and the other thing that kills me is like also like as an actor too like her handwork like she mm. she might as well be like Scarlet Witch in this movie. Like she does so much <laughs> with her hands and like just knowing where they are in frame at all times, like that's not an easy thing to do. Like subtle stuff like that. It could go very wrong very fast, but like she's playing yeah. it very innocently and like and like the scenes with Morgan, they both have childlike wonder, but one of them is clearly Amy Adams, an adult. <laughs> yeah. And but like I was watching and I was just like, no, like I, I get it. Like she's not she's they're making fun of everything, yes. But like she's an onion. She's got layers yeah. Yeah. and nuance and everything. Like a parfait. Oh my god. I don't remember. I should let's look it up real fast. Everybody I don't, loves parfait. Everyone does love parfaits. I don't think this won any awards. She should have. I don't remember. It was it oh it has some it has some awards. Let's see. It was nominated for Best Achievement in Music for the original song Happy Working Song. And that's how you know. But she didn't win anything? Oh no. She won the Academy of Science Fiction, Fantasy, and Horror Films USA Award. The Saturn Award. I mean, that's well deserved. I just I don't think that this is an Academy Award worthy. Movie. <laughs> no, no, no. But I feel like she should have won some things for it, like like a Golden Globe, maybe or something. Well, she did. This she is did. excellent and excellency in fantasy. Oh, true, true, true. I don't know what the Saturn Award is. I just found it on IMDb. <laughs> like she, she did a great job. She did such a great job, and this I think like boosted her career. This movie. Oh. For sure. For sure. Because, like, then we see her in, like, Arrival and and yeah. and those uh, uh, and other adult, more adult movies. And you're like, oh, you have, like, a fuck ton of range. Oh, this is she's amazing. a gifted actor. Yes. 
Yes. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's what she did is not an easy feat. You would think like, oh, just like play pretty. That's not like an actionable thing. No, no. And she took every and like they all took everything serious. Like, oh, you have to. You have to. Um, to to switch gears a little bit. Yeah. How are we supposed to feel about Nancy? Like, is she supposed to be a villain? I think that's what they wanted. Yeah, that's the 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 trope that we're playing into. Um, but then, like you, you absolutely have like empathy for this character. Like you know that that's not even a, a question. Especially at the very end, you end up like rooting for her and like cheering for her. Like oh yeah, you have you found your ever after too. But um. But like even when she goes to pick up Morgan, like her entrance, basically when she yeah, picks up Morgan, hey girl. And I'm just sitting there, and I'm like are we supposed to hate her? Like she's like, she's trying too hard. Yes. But I don't think she's a villain (laughs) in a way. Honestly, I I felt sorry for her like halfway through. Yeah. And then when she had that moment at the, at the ball to like, uh, uh, to tell Patrick Dempsey to kiss her. And I was like, Oh no, like that's cringe. That's your own hero's journey. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, uh, but in and Adina Menzel knocks it out of the park. She's so good. She's speaking of Disney princesses. Speaking it's a little of, bit more than a, a cameo. I guess it makes sense that she doesn't sing in this movie as her for her character. Yeah. It's like, why? I'm kind of happy. Like, cause also like those the style of music in this film is like not necessarily conducive to like her like power belt so I'm, I'm happy that it's kind of like classical and light and more like indicative of like rogers and hammerstein than like a modern modern yeah. piece like frozen and alan Menken and steven schwartz are like disney's puppets yeah yeah they've they they understand their assignments so, as to... oh my god yeah hell yeah because like as, and again as... like the music of this is like almost equally earnest and ironic you know what i mean yes and that's it's a hard thing to do like happy working song that is yeah that that could go really bad really and by bad i mean like we you know we're watching and we're just like oh we've heard this type of song so many times hi oh yes i know i know yeah 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 but like it's just so cool. I love this movie. <laughs> I, wa- I was watching it. I was just like, oh, heartfelt. Oh, so <sighs> nice and pleasant. And Amy Adams, like, acting circles around everyone. Yeah. Again, I, I think there are moments for me where it turned into, like, from it went from sweet to saccharine a little bit. But again, like, I don't know why, maybe I'm just like viewing this with like too much of a cynical lens at the moment, but it, it was thoroughly enjoyable. It was super cute. Yeah, it, it's like, if I had to like recommend this to anyone, I'd say it's like a good any day movie. Like, you know, yeah. there's some movies where like when it's raining out and you want to watch Comfort, this is like any time. Yeah. You just want like a little pick me up. This is great. Yeah, and if you don't want to watch the whole movie, just watch That's How You Know on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is like, this is the, like, film equivalent of, like, an espresso. Just a quick little something-something. Just a little, little pick-me-up, you know? Yeah, exactly. Get, you're like, oh, now I can go on with my day. La-da-da. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I did write down. So, um, when they're at the ball, there's the band that sings so close. That's like oh. the... The non Amy Adams song, and middle I was middle school me was dying. Middle school me was dying. I'm like I every every sensibility of like being at a a fancy party and like there's that like '90s pop song that's going. It's like yes, 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 yes. But part of me was just like, do you think they were trying to make this one the song of the movie? I don't know because I because they have Ever After. Ever after. Oh yes. The yeah. the title song, yeah. Or the um The credit song. Yeah, the credit song. Uh and I think that was supposed to be their like pop hit. I think So Close is just kind of like, yeah. Again, I think it might be evocative of those like 
like young teenager dances, you know, or like yeah. the the feelings are just like so real and so new and so intense. Well, cause this move, this movie also, I don't know if it masters it, but like it goes from a typical Disney animated movie literally it starts as an animated movie but then when she comes to new york she's still very much the disney animated movie and then it like morphs into an adult rom-com yeah (laughs) so so like not only a lot of hats yeah i was just like this is um the uh i can i can't probably like a meg ryan movie moment with so close like she (laughs) I don't. I can't think of one that where it's happening like that. But like, I hope you everyone understands what I'm saying. Words are very hard. I absolutely today. do. I absolutely do. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. Words are hard. They're barely coming out my face. <laughs> um, Speaking of words are hard, I first of all, I I'm so sad that Pip, and I understand why, like contextually within like the narrative. But I love the fact that in in the fairy fantasy fairy tale world, like he sounds like a, a minor character from The Sopranos, and then to bring that to the city, I think would have been so funny, to just have this like, like Guido chipmunk like walk. Hey, I'm walking here. <laughs> like, <laughs> what's really, what's really interesting is that two actors played Pip. Yeah. So no you one, have like, where he's like trying to like formulate words as like uh, a sort of pseudo magical chipmunk, and then the like his like cigar smoking counterpart in the fairy tale land. So Jeff Bennett played Pippin Andalasia, the the cigar smoking um, Sopranos wannabe, and then Kevin Lima did Pippin New York. And it's fascinating because I always thought it was just one person because it kind of makes sense the translation because like maybe his magic isn't as strong as her magic when she's in when they're in new york well it's a a full-blown human being versus a a, you know a rodent so if if there's a power dynamic there that does make sense in my mind it i also just love that um she can control animals in any dimension (laughs) yes but that is i mean that's our superpower (laughs) That's her super, and of course it would be cockroaches, pigeons, and rats that help her out in New York City. That's what we got, baby. That's what we got. Part of me wished, though, that you just saw like one dog walker with like an obscene amount of dogs, and all the dogs are running to the to Giselle. That's the only thing I. Oh, that would be cute. That would. That would be cute. But I feel like that might be more of a modern thing because I don't know if. No, there've always been dog walkers, but like, yeah. oh my gosh, that would have been that would just been hilarious, and you could have thrown in like a hundred and one Dalmatians reference or something. Yeah, I was gonna say Lady and the Tramp is like they're like part of the group. Yes, there's so many dog Disney movies that you could have done another Easter egg. Oh yeah, well, uh, in the in the book signing line for Pip Pumbaa is is queued up to like get get his coffee side yeah so it's like well i guess warthogs and dogs aren't quite (laughs) on the same no but like but but like they threw in as many they were like here's the list of movies to date (laughs) yeah so get in as many as you can so it's interesting because frozen came out when is this 2007 i think like six years after this yeah maybe it was in development when it started or like them hiring Adina Menzel was like, Hey, you, we're going to keep your number. Yeah. But would you say that this shifted the Disney movie? Yeah. From like a, a tragic heroine kind of like damsel in distress, you know, tales old as time trope to someone being like someone who goes on an actual journey. Cause like marrying a man isn't a, you know, like a, a character arc. Um, she like she actually changes as a character. She gives up like the the princess status for just like kind of like a, a normal life. Um, I yeah, I think I'm not sure if this is the first one that like broke the mold, but it certainly like shattered it. Because like people can make arguments about Mulan, but like Mulan isn't a Disney princess per se. Yeah. 
I was, I was, I was, I went on a deep dive after this. I was like, Mulan didn't, isn't a princess. She just won the emperor's medal and then the respect of all of China. Right. Which is not. But bitch got shit done. Like, you know what I mean? She got shit done. Yes. But I, I feel like the Disney princess model as it was prior to this movie, maybe this one like helped be what it currently is. Yeah. With like. Frozen, Moana. Um, I can't think of any other ones on top of that. <laughs> Strong female character-driven narrative. Brave. I don't know where that is in this timeline. I know, and it's I know it's Pixar, but like we're counting. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred percent. I love this movie. It's so I, I know I, I know I, I just keep saying it. it. It was yeah. It was it was needed. Yeah. Very much so. Um, let me see. Do I have any other questions that I want to ask? Oh, <laughs> I wrote this one down too. Do you think Giselle is a slave driver to the animals? They seem to be there on their own, like just wanting to help kind of uh, volition. But like, I, I didn't think of like a more nefarious undertone, maybe. Well, She's the one that's conducting them to do all the chores. Correct. And- so, like, maybe maybe she, yeah, she momentarily, like, brainwashes them. They lose, like, all facility. And then, like, they just wake up exhausted and sore. Like, what just happened? Cockroach is like, why am I covered in bubbles? Like, what? what the fuck, man? <laughs> Not cool. Not cool. Uh, so then I go back to a question I asked earlier. Is she a witch? Is she a witch? <laughs> The argument just keeps get like getting more and more legs, man. She's gonna be a spider before long. <laughs> that argument. Oh my! I that was a big metaphor. That was a big <laughs> metaphor. <laughs> um, what what I also find interesting because I uh, to go back to the songs, um, "True Love's Kiss," although it is repeated so many times, I'm not mad about it. I'm not also like. Like, oh, again, we're doing this? Because, like, they made they made it... They had the very serious Disney one. They make it funny a couple of times, especially when James Barson gets hit by the bikers. Hysterical. <laughs> but, like... Uh, well, I think you see it through different lenses. You know what I mean? Like, or the concept through different lenses. Because at first, yeah, to your point, it's, like, very earnest, very straightforward, like, very black and white. Like, I'm waiting for my prince to come and like lay it on me. And then like what it means changes throughout throughout the movie. So like, I, I think the fact that you hear it again actually just kind of like reinforces that character journey for her. As a viewer though, I felt like it's not, um, it's not overdone. No, that's a, it's supported. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like though, if they were to do it one more time, a fifth time I would be like okay guys oh, like, stop but we we did we we, we I, I I allowed you a fourth time to do it but no more like if 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 true love's kiss was the pop song at the end instead of ever after like you would flip a table it would be like one 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 touch too many yes I do like ever after and that is like the one song that is not really in universe besides besides the easter eggy songs of um part of your world and beauty and the beast (laughs) i love that beauty i love that beauty and the beast underscores a soap opera (laughs) that and i was like yeah i my my brain didn't really make that connection until like a few minutes after i was like Oh, that sounds so familiar. What what is that from? And then yeah, my mom's like, oh, I see what they did there. I, I, I also I also like that Jody Benson, who plays Robert's secretary and also is the voice of Ariel, yeah, like has her natural or what I'm assuming is her natural voice. And yeah. then when she's making fun of Giselle's Disney princess voice, she goes into Ariel for a hot second for you to be like, oh her. Yeah. Like Oh, um, that's why that's familiar. And then uh, Paige O'Hara is a soap opera actor. Um, so it makes sense why there's Beauty and the Beast in the background there. And then yep. the one and only Judy Kuhn. Judy Kuhn makes a, uh, an appearance. She's the singing voice for Pocahontas, everyone. Yep. 
What was around that river bend? A live action role for that lady. With seven billion kids. With seven oh. billion kids. I I I also really like that apartment search montage. Because <laughs> we know how miserable that is. But also, like, there's the one, like, uh, was he in leather? The gay one. The one where oh, yeah. the big the big burly dude who's just like, hey, James Marsden. You're like, yes, New York would have this. <laughs> Has all of this. It's all here, baby. We have everything except ever afters. Well, do you? Do we? Because they do have everyone gets a ever after in a oh, way. Oh, I know. I was being I was being ironic, uh, but like ah. yes, uh, it the, definitely the movie undercuts that sentiment. So, uh, what, which is good because we do we do love a happy ending. We just do. And like, it's not. It, it's a little saccharine, but it's not as bad as it could be. The ending. No, We're like everyone's not. happy. Of course, Timothy Spall and Pip. Timothy Spall by the way. So all the accents in this are like, so, I mean, they're over the top. Yes. But like, Oh my God, it's so good. So, what's so it, good. What's really fascinating. And um, we haven't really talked about it yet. Is that when Susan Sarandon and Timothy Spall come to New York to the, to the uh, 3d world, they don't have the wonderment that James Marsden and, Amy Adams. So, have they been here before? <clears throat> Timothy Spall is on a mission, right? So right. he's more focused. But like, has Susan Sarandon been here before? I just thought that like being evil makes you lose your sense of wonder. Oh, okay. Yes, that makes sense. <laughs> like they just had no fucks to give. Like wherever they're like, all right, let's fuck shit up. This this is my mo. I don't I don't care what environment I'm in. I don't care how how dimensional my body is. <laughs> to, to mess stuff up but oh ev- everyone was so i mean patrick dempsey is whatever but like everyone else is so like well cast in this what's interesting too because like i feel like his his character is still like very genuine you know what i mean like and yes and arguably sweet but like i just like his performance i saw like through the tr- cracks like he's trying to do that Whereas Amy Adams was just like so much more deft with it. And I think that's why probably you feel the same kind of like, eh, about like his, um, his performance in this. Well, cause Patrick Dempsey was clearly cast to be like the rom-com male lead. Sure, 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 sure. Which he's great at. He's great. He does great with that and everything and, and other movies and everything. But yes, you, you were going against a literal Disney princess in this yeah. movie. <laughs> That's the point. And like, you're going to lose. Every time. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> uh, Battles, is there anything else you want to talk about before we get into Sharp and Flag? Um, so I, James Marsden is a, a beautiful man. Like let's, let's not mince word about words about that. Uh, however, I would make an argument that like Prince Edward in terms of like the canon of like hot Disney princes, which I will put, um, I will put Dimitri from Anastasia in there, even though it's like a Don Bluth film, like fucking smoke show that dude. So hot. Uh, but I would, I would say like Edward has to be like top, top 10 for sure. Maybe like top five, like, Mm. I'm. We talked about like '90s nostalgia here. He's giving me like that fucking middle part, writer strong, just like sweet '90s boy that I was like just eating him up with spoons. He is like the live action Eric, yeah, from Little Mermaid, with like the mentality of older princes, right? Like like um, charming from Cinderella where he has like maybe five lines of dialogue. <laughs> I haven't seen dis- I haven't seen Cinderella in forever, so I don't know, yeah. but like he's 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 very pretty. He's, he's very, just pretty, very pretty, yeah. <laughs> a little vapid as long as he's not talking. He can sing a little bit if he wants. And he can sing too. That's yeah, what I he can. Like they got 
people not known for singing to sing. So, and then Amy Adams, like you said, you saw her as the Baker's wife. So maybe she yeah. has another. Maybe she has another musical movie coming out soon. This is not Fingers like crossed. I mean, even those like little little trills she does to like call the animals like that. That shit's not easy. That's like coloratura shit. So, uh, and she's she's a very capable vocalist. Yes, and like I would say, that's how you know is probably the hardest song out of the all of these. For vocally. Yeah, I would say. And she does a great job. I could see her like probably taking forever in the recording studio to get it just right because because <laughs> I unplugged my microphone on accident. Yeah, that shit all the time. I'm keeping it all in. Um because like I don't even know what I was gonna say. <laughs> I unplugged my uh, microphone. James Marston in my brain. is a good singer. He is a great singer. Yeah, because it was really only the two of them that sang. Besides yeah. that other the the nineties nostalgic band at, at the right. <laughs> Um Okay. Let's get into Sharp and Flat, shall we? Or unless is there no, one more any other topics? Did I miss anything? I just the other line that I just like really liked that it obviously is like ironic, but it's uh it, Patrick Jen's he says something like if relationships have have an issue at the beginning like it doesn't get any better <laughs> like no amount of work will help <laughs> you're doomed i did like that the side couple of uh yeah uh, t- the the divorcee the potential divorcees like got back together t- uh crap who is it isn't it tanya pinkins where is it yep tanya pinkins is the wife and Isaiah uh, Whitlock Jr. is the husband, but Tanya Pinkins. <laughs> yeah. I also was just like when she touched her hair, I was like, we don't. Oh, so cringe! So cringe! So cringe! So cringe! There, there was, there was also okay, okay. I kind of, before we get into sharp and flat, I do want to talk about this when she makes the dwarf joke. I felt like I felt Honestly, like that made my toes curl too. Like, but 2007 was it, it just feels like almost like a different time. Like, there's no way they would pull that shit now. And like, I get it, they were trying to add in another reference to a Disney movie. But still, no, that did give me like, huh. I yeah. I just wanted Disney to like class. make make note of it. Like the, this is also like a time capsule of Yeah. Mm you know movies from early 2000s where the early i mean i mean it's not bad it's just like there's a few lines here and there that it's like we can not do this yeah you know what i mean there's other movies i've covered where i'm just like how was all of this made (laughs) yeah oh my god okay finally sharp and flat here we go sharp flat so in this section, we're going to highlight some moments, whether or not we talked about it. If we liked it, it's sharp. And if we didn't like it or thought it could change, it's flat. Um, do you want to go first with your sharps? Yeah, I'll go first. Um, okay. I, I love the fact that you kind of like nailed this concept like uh, straight on the head. It's it's a good any day movie. Like if you're just like, if you're feeling great and you just like want to ride the high, great, pop it in. If you're feeling like a little and just need something to just like pick you up, boom, uh you know it, i think it's a it's a good kind of like middle ground movie if you have like slightly older kids uh mm-hmm. and like you 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 know you want to indulge in some nostalgia like i think that's kind of, it's like a good bridging movie um generate generationally uh so yeah i and again just like a feel good pretty well executed cute uh just kind of joyride um and then as as someone who grew up with like the canon of Disney classics and talking about like the princess movies, like I loved I loved like the score and the melodies and you know, you know, I just the, the music in it is like so spot on to like those throwback throwback heroines of the day. Yeah. I feel like also there's enough songs. Like, I know uh, there's a couple other movies, uh, things I've done where I'm like, I wish there was more. I feel like this, uh, maybe I could could live with one more, but I feel like this is 
perfect perfection. Yeah. This is perfect. I should meant to say words are hard. Um, So my sharps, I sharped Amy Adams and Timothy Spall. Yep. As we've discussed at length, both of them. Um, I also. Consonant character actor. Oh my God. (laughs) I also sharped the animals used to clean Robert's apartment. Cause I was just like, yes. Again, I would love to see like a dog walker, like lose a dog or two but like it was perfect Giselle making the dress out of curtains and then putting the curtains back up (laughs) I was just like yes this is not how it works but sure yes go ahead all of that's how you know because like I said I watched it twice I'm probably going to watch it again after recording this and then okay it's a very small moment I don't know if you noticed this but when Queen Nerissa, Susan Sarandon, comes to the real world in Times Square. She flicks her tongue. And I lost my shit when she did that because it was so funny. I did miss that. It's very small. Because like she does it when she's the older crone lady in the ball when Amy Adams is about to eat the apple. But like in in Times Square in her grand entrance with the CGI smoke and everything. She's just like, it's so funny. <laughs> I was like, you typing this now. Yeah, um, John, I, I, I love that you got a lot more specific, but um, yeah, I, I definitely, I agree with all of that. For and, sure. like, and like, I agree with yours too, that this is like a great bridging movie. Yeah for for people to be like yes this is saccharine sweet like other disney movies but there's a little bit of a bite to it yeah for so, sure and that that might be an a big apple pun i don't know <laughs> um do you I have did like like in in kind of like the sex in the city fashion too like how new york is kind of an ipso facto character yeah and like she doesn't really conform until the very end because obviously there's a shopping montage in this but like I don't know. At Calypso, I was dying. I was like, I fucking love that store. Find a credit card going down Madison Avenue. That was like beeline, man. Beeline. But I felt like any of her outfits would also fit in New York. You know, like no one would think twice. Especially. I mean, when Patrick Dempsey called her a mannequin on the billboard, I was like, yeah, everyone would think that here. It uh, it takes a child with childlike wonder to be like, no, dad, that's a real person. Let's go help her. <laughs> those sleeves. Oh, my God. Those puff sleeves. I cannot. That dress I saw on the trivia page uh, for IMDb, it weighed 45 pounds or some ridiculous. Jesus Christ. Pound. And I looked at it. I was like, you know what? It would. There's so much fabric. And then all the bedazzling and everything. And she makes it look like it's a cloud. It's nothing. Yeah. Again, give give her all the fucking awards for this. Uh, Did you, what were your flats? Again, there, there were times that it felt just a little too cheesy for me. Um, And honestly, like I, I thought Narissa was like such a cool, like, obviously like she's uh, uh, kind of, amalgamation of Maleficent and um, some of the other yeah exactly Uh, some of the other like dark Disney evil queen tropes but like I I wish they had given her more like just kind of like surmise what you were saying like the fact that she was probably on set for a day and I don't know if that's like budgetary reasons or like whatnot but like I just I wish that her involvement was like more more just i wanted more yeah exactly exactly so like we mentioned the i don't know if i really want to flat those like 2000 early 2000s jokes that we talked about yeah because like it's a product of its time i could argue you know what i'm not flatting it i'm I'm giving it a soft flat how's that yeah it's a neutral it's a neutral it's a a neutral yes okay we're new we're talking about it it deserves to be it needs to be discussed and noted but like it doesn't it didn't add like it wasn't a detriment that like took me out of the story like too much but it was something that you're just like 
I need to mental note. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, okay. We have a, we have we, the two of us have a natural collectively. Yes. Okay. So my flat though, is how unclear I'm supposed to feel about Nancy. Because, yeah. 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 Because like clearly Narcissa, Narissa, Narissa. Narissa. I, I want to call her Narcissa because she's narcissist. Um, Clearly, Narissa is the villain of this movie. Yeah. Clearly, we know this. It's like textbook. She's the evil queen for fuck's sake. But like Nancy, I don't know. Like Morgan doesn't like her. And that's like, okay, because that happens. But like, um, I think it's also because it's Adina Menzel. And like Adina Menzel has a, a sweetness to her voice and to her face. To me, yeah. So, like, I know she's played like harder characters and all that because range and acting and all that. But like in this movie, she's not bad. <laughs> she's just yeah, trying she's, too hard. She's <laughs> a well. She's a well-rounded person. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And like, what what woman who's potentially like becoming a stepmom to someone who's like not really keen on the idea idea? Like, who wouldn't try hard? Like, I think that's a very valid move on her part because morgan's what like five or six in this movie oh i'm so bad with that i don't know she's a kid she's under 10 i think she's definitely under 10 yes so like we have that childlike wonder and everything with her but like i don't know i don't know i think i think i think also adina menzel is treating morgan like a kid whereas Amy Adams is talking to uh, or treating Morgan as a fellow human being. Yeah. And that's like really the only difference. And like, I guess that's why we're supposed to hate Nancy, but she, I don't. She's not her most authentic self. <laughs> oh God battles. Uh, would we add any of the songs to our life's playlist? You're going to laugh. I would, I would definitely add that stupid. Uh, uh, what's the name of it? The the pop song. Uh, in the uh, so close, so close. I I just love that. It's not even a good song. I just love the way it makes me feel. If that makes any sense at all. Listen, you do you, boo. I mean, yeah. if you're gonna, if it makes you happy and it's not a felony, go. Off. It can't be that bad. <laughs> and of course, that's how you know um i said happy working song and that's how you know like i don't think i would add true love's kiss and so close i mean i can see it but i you know what i'll I'll add so close i'm gonna add so close it's a it's a nice chill song what yeah (laughs) um again it it makes me want to like slow dance and leave room for jesus (laughs) (laughs) yep Yep. Meanwhile, the in the corner, there's the girl who took off her glasses and now she's hot. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's all all of it. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. battles. We did it. We did a movie that we both kind of liked. Oh my god! Again, well, it's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> <laughs> well, wonders never cease. Um, do you have anything you would like to plug in or promote? Uh, it kind of depends on whether or not I get a voice back. Um, I was asked to do like a really cool New Year's centric uh, audio drama. Uh, but I don't know if I'm going to be physically able to do that. So uh, if that comes out, I'll let people know on social media. Um, uh, gosh, other than that. And that's at MBATS. Yes, be with in the show notes and everything. And uh, you know, uh, if if anyone wants to, you know, get get into a more healthier, fitness centric lifestyle in 2023, you can always check out my Body by Battles Instagram and Facebook pages. I'm obviously for hire, but I also put out free exercises, uh, fitness tips, all that fun stuff. So follow me there. Hire her. She wants hire she needs, me. Give me we, money. Give her money. She needs to pay rent. Uh she she lives in a beautiful apartment that 
she makes dresses out of her curtains. <laughs> yeah, and and then throws princess parties. All the princess parties. Uh, <laughs> we're doing great, everyone. Uh, okay. uh, if you, I don't know, want to talk more about this movie with me, you can email me at buttersongpod at gmail.com. I'm also on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at buttersongpod. He's only on Twitter for work. Yeah, I'll, I'm barely on Twitter. I, I don't even know why I'm still on it. No, no one talks to me on there. I don't really do it. Maybe I put a random thought out while watching a movie for uh, pre- for prepping, but like that's it. Yeah. Um, and if you want me to get rid of my Twitter, you should tell me that. <laughs> I gladly will. Um, and if you want to be part of next episode's conversation, well, it won't be with battles, but we'll be talking about Disenchanted, the sequel <gasps> to Enchanted. <laughs> I'm gonna listen to that with bells on yes Yes. so yes yes i'm sorry that somebody else claimed it but i was just like hey let's do enchanted with battles i i i ran i walked so disenchanted (laughs) and that's how it's a far better thing that i do (laughs) battles thank you so much for coming back on and you know we were yelling at each other I can't yell. I can't yell. <laughs> but like, you know, it was a it was a chill episode. What? Yeah. Wait, were you going to ask me what animal I would be? No, I asked what I was going to ask like what animal would they add for the New York? Do you is like cuz I said dogs. What what animal would you add for I think it would be I think it would be like a really fu- they they had them in there, but I think it would be really funny if like a rat was cleaning up pizza. Or like dragging a pizza box to the trash. Yes. Because we love a pizza rat. We love a pizza And then they could have created the meme. Yeah. (laughs) Well, Battles, thank you so much. I hope you find your voice in 2023. Uh, Same. Same. And how many hours? (laughs) I have 12 hours on the dot. From the time of this recording. Or six. Uh, Wait, how does math work? Battles, thank you so much. And I look forward to a new year with you as guesting. Yay! Yay! I'm here with Bells on. My answer is being yes. (laughs) And everyone, have a wonderful and safe day from whatever you're doing. And bye for now! Bye for now! Special thanks to Justin Johnson for creating the podcast's artwork and to Nick Bombasino for composing the theme song and the jingles in this podcast. And thank you to CastBox for hosting this podcast. Bye again, everyone, and have a musical day.